Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. Um... Okay, I feel like this is going to be an unhinged episode because before we pressed record, DG was like, I'm in an unhinged mood today and I'm scared. I am kind of in a, I'm in a give zero Fs kind of mood today. Yeah, what's up with you? Typically you're like, you're like more like poised and refined, but today you're like, (laughs) let me just like wreak havoc. (laughs) I think it's because of the rain. It's raining in Chicago. It's got me. I'm like, where's the sun? And I'm just angry, you know? <laughs> I'm just, <kidding. laughs> just um, I'm actually really excited for this episode. I know that I say that for every episode, but this one <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to because we are talking about one of our highest requested topics, which is dating as main cast members from a popular reality TV show that was seen by like 60 million households. And so <laughs> let me tell you. See, that's a very <laughs> specific number, <laughs> 60 million. I feel like that's what I read or heard like when our season came out that 60 million households watched the show, which is a lot of households. That's a lot. Are we every or every household name? (laughs) Probably not. So I think it's different because like if you compare viewership to like the Bachelor franchise, obviously we're much higher than them. But like we're in so many more different, more countries Countries. like we are international. And I think I think our show shows in like, is it 100 countries? I think so. Something like yeah. that. So I actually heard that we're a little bit less popular than the Bachelor franchise, like within the U.S., but like mm-hmm. obviously our show is seen by more people because it's inter- international. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Spit your facts, honey. <laughs> I, I also might be just like making this up. I feel like someone <laughs> told me, but I can't remember who told me. Wait, can I tell you, I um, often make up facts and I just am very confident in when I deliver them and people are like, wow, and no one questions it. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. 60 million households, maybe. <laughs> but here's the thing about me is like when I hear a fact, I never fat fact check myself. And so I all yeah. like I'm that person where like false information gets spread because I just like I'll hear something and just like spread it. So I'll be like, I don't I don't remember who told me. That's funny um, because you fact check me all the time. You're like, I know, but I, I think that it's actually someone from the Netflix PR team told me that. Um, I'm yeah, pretty I mean, sure. We're probably at 61 million now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, I think that we have like a unique perspective to share because like, I'm not going to lie. It has been crazy dating post Love is Blind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying this in like a show off way, I promise. But when you have a blue check mark. <laughs> So many other blue check marks come like slithering in, like little. Absolutely. Like I'm little like, where? Snakes. I've never heard of you. <laughs> little snakes. Yeah. 
So um, we're excited to like answer your questions about it. If you guys don't follow our Instagram page, Out of the Pods, that's where we gather all the questions for these episodes and where we see your comments and funny stories. So please follow that page if you are a regular listener of us, because that's how you can communicate with us. And we are using um, the questions that we gathered from you guys to kind of like lead this episode. So um, I'm excited to see what you guys asked. Yeah. Should we get into it? Wait, didn't you want to share something before we got into it from last episode? Oh, yeah. So yeah. in our last episode where we interviewed Tifter from the Ultimatum Queer Love, um, Deep D and I also talked about, you know, whether we would date younger men. Um, so it was off of a story of where I met a 25-year-old at an event. I'm 31. And I was asking Deep D, like, would you date someone in their mid-20s considering we're in our early 30s? And I think that we both said no. I think and I then, would say kind of yes. Well, not as... Now you're saying yes? Not, no, I wouldn't say 25, but I would date 20s. Like 27, 28 is my cutoff, I think. Okay. So is, so is mine. I think like 28... It's my yeah. cutoff, but I was, we received so many messages from women in successful relationships with men in their mid twenties. So they're like in their early thirties or even older. And they're mm -hmm. like, it actually works. I think it comes down to like maturity and just like ultimate compatibility. They're like, don't knock people for their ages unless they're like, you know, yeah, like way too young. So <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but I totally agree with that sentiment, yeah. actually. Yeah. Maturity is can come in any um, age, I think. So but, I was like, uh, okay, that kind of changed my perspective. Like reading the stories we received from um, people in successful relationships with younger men. And I was like, I mean, I, I definitely would be, I guess, now open to it after reading those stories to like date a 25-year-old at this age. I just don't so think I would like actively go for like a 25 year old but if it like happens like i was like oh we're compatible i think i would like gonna, consider it does this mean you're gonna date the your crush who's my crush the 25 year old, 25 -year -old. that yes. i met no no <laughs> you'd be open to it though now thank you viewers and listeners for convincing <laughs> natalie to take a shot at a 25 year old like shoot no, your I'm shot not. <laughs> i'm not gonna shoot my shot he first of all Please. doesn't even live in chicago um, I don't even know where he's from. Well, it was just like we chatted for like maybe 10 minutes and then went our separate ways. It was like nothing. <laughs> Yet he's still on your mind. <laughs> dun, no. dun, dun. The reason why he was on my mind is because when I was talking to him and like we talked about our ages, I was like, mm, this is a good thing to bring up on the podcast. <laughs> so I took a little I note that where you're your brain is wired to think about the podcast you're like Oop. yeah i literally like the moment that conversation finished i went into the notes section on my phone and i was all like dating 25 year olds topic <laughs> how do we feel and then about i wrote it? and then i wrote his name i was like i almost said his name what's, what's that? i know i was like oh don't do that <clears throat> that's and funny. then that's why his name was in my head um but if you guys want a update um on that relationship with the the doctor I was dating. Yeah. Um, that is like severely on 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 the way down. It is like <laughs> uh I think I'm also like not that into it. So I'm like kind of like fading back a little bit because when I called him by that 25-year-old's name, like it's not that big of a deal, but I feel like it 
randomly really hurt him and then it made things kind of like awkward between us yeah. imagine if he's imagine if he's listening to this podcast being like what <laughs> i can't believe that's his non-negotiable can't call me by a different name ever <laughs> which i get it but like it's not that big of a deal you know yeah the, i think it, it bothered him yeah i think it bothered him way more than i feel like it should have yeah i agree Maybe he was triggered by it because of something in the past. Who knows? I know. Maybe. I don't know. No, Anyways, that's the update. So, <laughs> You know, someone I asked guess, me about uh, an update for, about my dude from a couple months ago, too. And just to let everyone know, that is slow burn. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> okay. When he initially used the word slow burn in one of our previous episodes and everyone was like, you have the wrong definition. She still uses it wrong. She yeah, still thinks slow burn. Care. She still thinks that slow burn means that you slowly like fade away. No, it's like a relationship slowly grows. <laughs> so it really messes with me when you use the word slow burn. Honestly, I don't care. You know what? You got to learn my <laughs> definition of this word. <clears throat> of this phrase D it's steep d's world and vocabulary and we're all living in it i mean people just like you and i made up these meetings so it what? makes more sense to call it a slow burn honestly and yeah, that's what's happening with this person <laughs> okay so i mean like why is it s slow burning aka why are you fading it's only because we live in different uh areas of the country like he's literally on the other side of the country right now you know trekking across mm -hmm. the way and there's just there's just no way to maintain the relationship but he is still fun to talk to you know wait i have a question for you do you still use snapchat <laughs> no i got rid of that like maybe i want to say like two years ago two years ago i still use snapchat and we randomly just snap each other pictures and things like that but that's the extent of the relationship <laughs> Pictures of what? Like whatever we're doing. Sometimes it's cute pictures of me. Sometimes it's cute pictures of him. Sometimes Ew. it's the view. It's cute. Ew. It's like a little bit of a, like a, hey, this is what I'm doing. I would never send a photo of myself to a man I'm dating. I would send it to a boyfriend because I was like, you know, you've seen the worst of me anyways. <laughs> but like I couldn't seriously take a like a selfie of myself and send it off. I I'm not going like to lie to you. I am a selfie queen. I love a selfie. And I look great in selfie, so I just, you know, I use it to my advantage, baby. <laughs> I always get a little drool face back <laughs> or a little fire emoji. <laughs> I'm like, check done. <laughs> I feel like the last time I sent a selfie and it was to my ex like years ago, he was all like, ew, what's on your face? And it's like a little like... <laughs> I had like three pimples on my forehead. Please. And I well, remember I, it so vividly because I was like, I'll never send a selfie again. <laughs> I think it's weird when I send a selfie in like a, a text message. But if it's on Snap, I feel way better about it. It only exists for like 10 seconds or however long they keep it open. And then it's gone forever. Kaboom. Yeah, no, I don't have Snap. I don't know. I like keeping my apps to minimum. But I used to be yeah. a big like Snapchat queen back in the day. Like I thought it was such a fun yeah. way to like communicate Keep with your touch. friends and stuff yeah but mm -hmm. it just got too much like i didn't i didn't like getting snaps and snapping back i also didn't like it when when i was dating in the past and men would ask for like my snapchat and that would become their like primary like means of communication, communication. and it yes. was i was just like you know what i'm just getting rid of it 
Like, oh, that's so funny. It actually does give me the ick when men now at my age, if I'm like seeing a man that's also similar to me in age, I'd be like, why are you asking for my Snapchat? You're too old for this. But I'll snap my younger man. <laughs> Is that unhinged of me? It's kind of yeah, what, what's going on? Are you know. okay? I'm fine. I'm just... You know, this episode is probably going to make me rethink some things and assess my, assess how I approach love. But should we like go into um, the questions that we received from, from our listeners? Cause I'm kind of really excited to get into this. Me too. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. First question. What was your relationship history prior to love is blind? <laughs> Where do I even start? Do you have another two hours for this? <laughs> you could just read Deepthi's book. Oh, yeah. Let's. I choose myself. Please go get it. It's on Amazon. (laughs) Um, Wow. Relationship history. Okay. I'm just going to start with like the big ones. I've always been a relationship girl. Like, um, I don't usually date too much. I just go straight into a relationship. Um, But I dated somebody in college for like three years. And that was like such an eye opening thing for me because it was my first boyfriend ever. But I do have to say the biggest impact was my last relationship before I came on to Love is Blind. It was a six-year relationship, and that dude cheated on me. <laughs> and I'm right. laughing about yeah. it now because I'm in a good place, but damn, that broke my heart. Well, it's crazy because we had such a tumultuous relationship, and he was um, somebody that I reconnected with from high school. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know... Um, yeah, just in that reconnection, I thought it was something special. And I was like, Oh, my God, I found my person. I finally moved to Chicago. And I was like, it was like hard finding new friends. So I like reconnected with him. But dude, it was such a rocky relationship. And he cheated on me and like three years into our relationship. And I went back to him for another three. (laughs) I know. So I know. Wait, can I tell you a story about how I found out he was cheating? Yes, please. I, I think I kind of know it. I think okay, I know the story, wait. but please, sh- please share again. The the first time I found out that like something suspicious was happening, so it was the Cubs game or the the Cubs just won the World Series, and it was oh, like the most I ex- remember that day. Yes, you know the whole entire city was alive. It was amazing, yeah. <laughs> and then they had the parade the next day. So I took off work. And we went to the parade and we just got like drunk all day. And so we come back to the apartment and we like knock out. Right. And I just for some reason I couldn't sleep. And he was just like hugging me. Right. We were cuddling. And so his phone was right next to me. And so was his thumbprint. (laughs) And something went over me. I don't know what it was. I was just like, I just know something's wrong. Like this motherfucker is doing something. So I don't know why I did it. But I used his thumb and I opened his phone and I saw messages from a girl And I was like, absolutely the fuck not. I looked over at him. He was so peaceful. And I was like, wake up. Like I yelled at him. I was like, wake up. And we like got into the biggest fight ever. He left the apartment for the weekend. Anyways, I still forgave him, came back, right? So then, so then flash forward to like two months later, I just, I I went to my parents' house for the weekend, but we have a dog. So we have the pet cam, right? Mm -hmm. And so- Usually I just like turn it off when um, Pixel's not with me. But for some reason, I was like, I'm going away. I'm just going to like leave it on. (laughs) And I like, he didn't realize I left it on. And so I was creeping on him. 
And um, I kept texting him. I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just home relaxing. And I'm like, no, you're not. I didn't say that. But I was like, oh, okay, interesting. I kept checking on him all night. And he was like, yeah, hey, babe, like, I'm finally home. Like, he like went out with some friends after and came back. And he was like, hey, babe, like, I'm finally home. Love you. Good night, whatever. And I checked that thing. He was not home. I was like, he's lying to me. I kept checking until I fell asleep at like three or four in the morning. And the next morning I looked at like 7 a.m. He still wasn't home. And I was like, where are you? What are you doing? And he literally was just like, you just never trust me. I'm at home. Like, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, why are you asking me all these questions? And he was just like gaslighting me so hard. And finally he got home at like 8 a.m. I saw him walk in. I called him and I was like, you haven't been home. Like, why are you lying to me? And um, he just hung up the phone on me and I saw it on the cam and he goes, he goes, fucking bitch. And like through the phone. And I was like, oh, my, oh God. my God. I know. I was like this dude. And so I was so angry and I didn't say anything to him until I got back home the next day. And I was like, so I had the pet cam on and I saw what you were doing. Like you weren't home. Like just tell me the truth. Where were you? And <laughs> Okay, first of all, he didn't cheat, apparently, but he said he was gambling. He was, like, at a casino. And I was like, what? What would you do in that instant? Would you believe him? Like, I don't... Wait, I was like, what? so he didn't cheat? No, or- I think I found out later that he did. So in did that moment... Yeah, he lied to me because in that moment, I was like, okay. And I kind of believed him because I just wanted to stay in the relationship and, like, I was ignoring the red flags 100%. But... I I decided to stay with him. And then when we finally broke up, he confessed it to me. And he was like, yeah, I've kind of been cheating on you the whole time. And I was like, did he admit that? Out. Did he admit that the night where he lied that he was at a casino that he cheated that night? He, he did because he was with another person at the wow. casino. So I guess he was telling the half truth. But I was like, wow. Wowza. Oh, man. Oh, my man. gosh. Isn't okay, but insane? I've. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. insane. I feel like if your gut feeling is saying like something's off and you have to do yes. those things like check on the person you're mm-hmm. dating, like, yeah, it's probably because they're doing something sneaky. I mean, every time that I've caught a um, a, a partner cheating, it's because I ha- felt this like gut feeling to like, yes, check the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. And but I've done that. Something. I, I've yeah. done that where um, one of my exes, I used his thumbprint. <laughs> when he was sleeping yeah. to open his phone. Yeah. Yes. And I or, hate, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when I do it. I, I like, I'm not proud of doing that, but it is, like you said, it is like that. You get that gut feeling and that intuition that something is off and their behavior is just like erratic or different. And you just have to check. And almost always you find something. A hundred percent. Every time oh. I that I've gone through a guy's phone, like my gut feeling was like, just check it. Mm-hmm. I've always found like, like crazy shit yeah we're like we're not the crazy ones you're the crazy one yeah wait what's your what's your um relationship history like um I dated like a lot like I (laughs) are you a serial um, dater I like I was back in the day but none of my relationships are longer than a year I don't know if that's like a red flag but a lot of the reason why for that is because I moved around quite a bit in my 20s. Um, so I went from Chicago to San Francisco and then to Atlanta and then to Boston and then back to Chicago. And then I started casting for Love is Blind. Um, so it just made it really hard like 
for example, in Atlanta, I met my ex, my boyfriend at the time, like four months in, but then I moved eight months after our relationship started. And then Mm -hmm. we kind of dated when, um, when I was in Boston, but I was just like, I don't even know where I'm going next. I don't know if I'm going back to Atlanta. I'm probably going to go back to Chicago. So there's like, you know, kind of like no point in us continuing on. So I feel like that was always a big reason. I also did a lot of like long distance relationships. Um, Like a big one is, you know, I met one of my exes in Portugal and he was based in another uh, state, um, North Carolina at the time when I was living in Massachusetts and Boston. And so it's just like, it was just like none of my relationships were sustainable because of location yeah, and also me just like moving around so much. Right. And if it was the right person, I feel like it might've worked out, but it just wasn't in the cards and it's okay. You, you, did you learn a lot from your, from your relationships though? Cause I feel like for me, because I was in such long relationships for such a long period of time, it's harder to figure out like what you're looking for in a partner because you just, cause I'm such a settler, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was wondering like for you, did you learn a lot about like who your part, like who you want your partner to be? Yeah, I think so because I dated so many different personalities and all the men that I've dated were so, so different. So I think Mm -hmm. for each one I learned, okay, this is something I really like. This is something I need in a relationship. What I learned about myself though at the time, I think I have like this avoidant attachment in relationship style. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Or at the time I did, I don't know if that's the right term to use, but like, it's something my therapist brought up. Um, but I would like be in a relationship and I would start just like, kind of like closing off and kind of like losing feelings right away. I don't know. There was something wrong with me back then. (laughs) (laughs) Back then. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I don't know if like, love is blind changed me a little bit where I'm now like, okay, I need a, um, it just kind of forced me to be more like open, I think. And Mm -hmm. like build like a sustainable foundation in like a relationship to, you know, have something longer term. But in my twenties, I was just like a freaking like butterfly. I was like, like everywhere pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I love that. I think love is blind. Definitely opened up my eyes too to like figure out who, what I deserve because again I like I'm such a people pleaser and such like mm. a a person to settle in relationships where I'm just like oh he, I guess like innately he's a good person so I, I'm gonna stick it out but you know I don't really look for people who I deserve you know who, yeah. who are like on the same playing field I guess you could say because that relationship of six years that dude didn't even have a job like I was sustaining us for a while and so it's like, I was just compromising on so many ends, but I think love is blind definitely has helped me figure out that like, I need to, um, you know, just like I said, not settle and make sure that like, I'm not going to compromise on the, the characteristics that I look for in a partner. I think that's like the biggest thing. All right. Next question. Do you think being on love is blind hinders or helps your dating life? Ooh, um, I think a little bit of both. Yes, I <laughs> Honestly, know. That's what right? I was say. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps in in the sense that like there's a, a wider pool of people that you can kind of um, you know, find. <laughs> Is that the term? Um, but it hinders you in the sense that like obviously it like people know that you're from Love is Blind. So it's hard to weed out the people who are there to for the wrong reasons. So yeah. 
Are you on the no, same no. page? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I think Love is Wine helps in that I won't lie, after doing the show, I have gotten hit on way more than I ever have in my entire life. And I think it's the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, men have either seen us on the show and really liked our personalities. And obviously it exposes your face to so many more men around the world. Um, or they just like the fact that you did like reality TV and you're like kind mm-hmm. of put in a, like on a pedestal in their mind. I think it hinders me in that same thing. Like I always think about like, are they just dating me because I was on a reality TV show and they just like, you know, clout. that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we bring no clout to the table. No, literally. Um, <laughs> or I have dated men where they're turned off that I did a reality TV show. Like I think they negatively stereotype me. The fact that I even did reality TV. Like they think I must be like shallow, like, kind of stupid for like doing it like all this stuff Mm. so I think in that way it definitely hinders for sure yeah dude I have met so many hot men at the bars though that come up to you and they're like are you deep tea from love is blind and I'm like are you my next ex (laughs) are you mr right now (laughs) yes I was like, hello. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You always know when like the really, really hot guys that are like, you could never get if you didn't do the show when they start talking to you. That's when I start thinking, I was like, do you just like the fact that I was on reality TV? (laughs) You're right. We're a little bit more attractive to some on the scale now. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, yes, life does change. Just to confirm when you do a reality TV show, and you get an okay portrayal, like it does, like it does change your dating life. I will say if we got different edits, like let's say we were edited to be like the villains, um, I think we would have a different story to tell. Yeah. From what I've maybe just based on like conversations I've had from people across, you know, the Love is Wine seasons who are edited like much more negatively than we were or from other um, reality TV shows, if they got like the villain edit, they said like men are mostly turned off because they're like, you know, if they, especially if they came off like a little crazy. That's kind of interesting. I would think like some men love crazy. (laughs) Actually, a lot of men like crazy in my friend group. The guys are like mostly attracted to crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, are you okay? Like she's, she's out of her mind. (laughs) Like, are you all right? No, but seriously, they do. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay, our next question is, would either of you date another reality TV star? Dun, dun, dun. I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Whomst? <laughs> I can't say his name out of respect for him. Um, but I have privately dated another reality TV star. And... um it was interesting. I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I did it. Would you do it again? I, I, I do think that reality TV stars tend to date amongst each other because there is, like, this feeling of, like, safeness and bond because they went through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we were off of Love is Blind and when the show was also coming out, like, it's not, like, we were under so much stress. Like it's a lot when people are like talking about you online and you start feeling like self-conscious a little bit. And so to have a partner who could relate to that is like really, really nice. And just understanding the complexities of being on, on a TV show. Um, 
I don't know if I would do it again. Like I, I won't knock it. What I didn't like is he was also an influencer and I didn't, I don't know. It's like, dude, being an influencer, sometimes it's such, it's weird because you're going off of like, I don't know. I just didn't like that. We were both in the same position. Yeah. Does I know. What you, I know. Exactly. Yeah. That totally makes sense. It's, it's one thing because like you said, you're like, there's this level of understanding when you date another reality TV person or an influencer because they're in this space. But yeah. you also see kind of two sides to them, like who they are, appear to be on Instagram or social media can sometimes be very different to who they are in real life, you know? And so it's like, yeah, there's just some positives and negatives to it, you know, but I yeah. think I would, I would think I would date somebody if the connection was there. And if it was real, like, who knows, who am I to knock out? If my soulmate is meant to be another reality TV star, who am I to deny that? Right. It, it's so crazy. It's just like not me. Like, I feel like the personalities when you are like an influencer. So I dated someone who was on reality TV and then I dated um, someone who was on, uh, who's popular on TikTok. And um, it is just, it's weird. Like, it's, I don't know how to explain it because like, th- I feel like there's kind of this like certain like personality where you have to be have narcissistic traits to like be on social media and have a big following that you either or already have or you developed and mm-hmm. so I didn't I didn't like that because like my my typical like my ideal type is someone who is like more quiet more private even though I may not be but that's who I'm attracted to and like you can't really find that in the like in like this social media world yeah, you dated two people. I know. Well, that's because they just that like space. It's mm-hmm. just because they like slid into the DMs, and I was like, "Why not? Like, <laughs> why not?" Take but a I'm crazy okay. Chance. Like, I I said this earlier. It is. It feels a little bit safer because one time I went on a date with someone who just like randomly asked me out at the bar, and this was like five months after our show came out. After our first date, he does not know this, but he works at the same company as my friend, and he walked in. They they work on the same floor and mm-hmm. he didn't know that she was my friend like and um they're not on the same team so they work on the same floor and she overheard him talking about his date with me and like I get it like people share that like at work or with their friends like oh I went on a date with that you know this person but it just feels weird when it's like I went on a date with Natalie from Love is Blind like here's what she had to say <laughs> and so I get when reality TV stars date other reality TV stars, it just feels safer because, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they respect privacy a little bit more. Dude, can I just tell you, I was joking around uh, with the person that I'm kind of talking to right now. And we were joking and I was like, I can't like do this or I can't say this because you're going to have like texts or whatever. And I was like, you're going to have to sign an NDA. (laughs) And I was joking with him. But honestly, honestly, if it turns sour and you like are not dating this person forever, you never know. So yeah, I get what you mean by safe space. Yeah. It's like, what if they make a TikTok on you? I don't know. It's like, that's a real thing. All your text messages. Yeah. It's happened to us before. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, so it's just like, it's crazy. But how about you? Would you, have you dated a reality TV star? I have not. I haven't. Well, if you, if you don't count the X from Love is Blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't know if you count that, but besides that. Would you? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I would. Like you said, it's like an even playing field. There's a lot of similarities of what we're going through. And I think um, that connects you and it bonds you in a way. And it can also tear you apart, but it might be exciting. So yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another question we received, how would you rate yourselves as a date? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd give myself a 10 out of 10. You know what I always say to my friends? I either put in overtime or undertime, but I make sure that date is amazing. <laughs> really? Like, are you that Absolutely. person that when you go on a first date, you always get a second date? A hundred percent. I wow. usually end up like in a relationship with them. That's that's why I don't date often. <laughs> Because I'm just like, yep, okay, we're dating. We're like in a relationship soon. Um, but no, I I would rate myself high on that end. Mm, I would give myself like a what four out of ten. Shut up. I'm a solid four. <laughs> I am though I'm the worst conversationalist. I don't know how to flirt. Like, oh my gosh. If you I would love to be a fly me, on the wall. <laughs> I keep everything so like corporate and professional. Like, I don't know how to change that about myself. Like, I, I don't know how to be like flirty and like cute. <laughs> so like after the date, you're like, should we circle back on this? Yeah. Should we be like, um, should we come back to this? Like, like I don't know how to, I don't even know how to do it via text. Like, I don't know how to be flirty. I'm very like cut and dry. Um, but so sometimes like I'm not, I've like come off like extremely boring. Um, <laughs> I won't lie. I've always gotten a second date for the most part. There was this one date, though. I think I told you about this. This is why I'm a bad dater. Um, Where I was was dating a guy, and he took me to a restaurant, and I told him he could choose the order. Like, I was like, I don't know what I want. You order. And he ordered, like, a lot of things with cheese in it. Like, just a lot of freaking freaking dairy and I'm lactose intolerant. And this is when I was in my twenties and I didn't really care that I was lactose intolerant. I was like, I'll eat whatever. Like it's, you know, like sometimes it'll be bad, but whatever. Um, and we had plans to meet up with his friends afterward near the end of the dinner. I just feel like unwell. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like my stomach hurts. And he goes, Oh, like what's wrong? Did you eat something bad? And I didn't want to say that. I was like, no, I think it's more of like a muscle ache, but it was actually, you know, like my stomach was churning. Like I was like, Oh, this is like the there's a little happening up in there, but he <laughs> the lived IBS three blocks. <laughs> he lived three blocks away from the restaurant, so he's like, "How about we just go over to my place and just like chill? I could give you an Advil, and then you know, an if you feel better, we could like go meet up with my friends, go back to his place." I take an Advil, even though I knew I didn't <laughs> need it. I probably needed like a lactate pill instead, <laughs> and. And I'm sitting on the couch, just like holding my stomach. And so I was, and I was in so much pain. I was literally sweating. I was like, can I just sit here? I must've fallen asleep because I wake up like three hours later. It's like 11 PM. He's also asleep on the couch, just like sitting up right next to me. And I go use the bathroom and you know, like I go like I, and I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. (laughs) I go to fucking flush. It's not flushing. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it's not the fact that I clogged it. The flushing thing, the little what flushing is it called? Thing wasn't working. Yeah, didn't the, work. It was just yeah, like you just flapping have to push the thing on the lid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know that like when that happens, you lift, lift up the, the toilet lid and you could like, you know, put like pull, uh, pull something thing. up. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know then. Okay, 
And so I was like, what the, what do I do? Like, what do I do? And um, I left. I literally secretly left. (laughs) I met him on a dating app. So I unmatched him, blocked him on everything. And I left, never, never heard from, I even blocked him on LinkedIn. And we weren't even LinkedIn friends. I just was like, he can't find me ever. I just need to like disappear from this life. I'm crying. And um so good. And then a year and a half later, I met up with one of my girlfriend's coworkers. And so we all kind of like met up um him and his group of friends and like my group of friends, we all met up at like a bar and she was like, Oh, like this is my coworker, blah, blah, blah. They start telling a story about how one of their buddies like dated this girl who like clogged his fucking toilet and just ghosted him. And they call her like (laughs) shit and run or one shit wonder. And I'm like listening to this story. And one of my friends looks at me and she's like, is that, is, are they talking about you? Cause I knew about the story and she's like, I think they're talking about you. Oh my God. I'm crying. It's and so anyway, good. and they're like, yeah, like she's so gross. Like who does that? Like they're saying all this Shit stuff and I'm wrong. And I'm just standing there like, ha ah! I was like, I agree. What a psycho. <laughs> I wonder if he watched love is blind and he's I'm just sure. like, wait, that's, that's the girl. <laughs> that's a girl. Like, that, that's shit and run. Yeah. That's, that's the one shit wonder. <sighs> But here's the so thing. Good. This is why I hate yeah, that so I good. I did Love is Blind sometimes and I'm dating after the show <laughs> because imagine if I did Love is Blind and did that. Then he'd be like, that's Natalie <laughs> from Love is Blind. But yeah. I didn't. And now I was just like an anonymous girl. So, you know, yeah. like I Not could get anymore. away with it. Not anymore. You better be so, careful where you shit. <laughs> anyways, I based on what happened, actually, I changed my rating to a two out of ten. <laughs> That brought the rating Face. down, honestly. That story did. Okay, well, if next I, if question. A man, <laughs> if a man actually did that to me, I would also be very fucking pissed off. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Why I hope he's so- happy. <laughs> I hope he's happy, really met the love of his life. I hope he laughed at me watching me do a dumbass reality TV show. You know, that was my karma. Okay. <laughs> Everything is on an even playing field. He now. probably watched my wedding episode and he's probably like, she deserved that. <laughs> After what she did to my bathroom, karma, she deserved all that. Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. I'm dead. Oh my God. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Next question. <laughs> what are your ideal types? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, what's yours? <laughs> Dude, this kind of sucks, and I hate admitting it, but I really, really like a reformed bad boy. What? Yeah, like I, I, I've dated. I that's well, a to worst be fair, I have, type. I know. Okay, I've dated men who are very stable and like very sweet, like buy me flowers and just are the sweetest, kindest humans ever. And I get really bored. I get so bored. But I love, like, I love like a little bit of an asshole. Like, he's kind of an asshole, but he's nice to me. You know, kind of like, not a bad guy, but like, that's why I need a reformed bad boy. Like, he's done the bad things, but now he's like, settling in, has some tattoos, rides a motorcycle. <laughs> like, is that terrible? I don't know why. Okay. Uh, yeah, because the last <laughs> few times you did that, it didn't work out very well for you. I know. I'm trying something new now. I'm trying something out that's new. 
Can I just what? find like a nice guy that's also a bad boy, like has two sides to him? You know, there's like, there's a level of balance, you know? Like, here's I the just thing. can't imagine. Here's the thing. When you try to go for reformed bad boys, there's still a bad boy, most likely. I feel like you thought you were going for reformed bad boys in the past, but they're still bad boys. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think that they can be reformed? I feel like you could find reformed I bad think, boys. I think it takes a... L- I, I'm sure... Honestly, I'm sure there are. But I yeah. I feel like for you, you think they're reformed, but they're not. And uh, you just yeah, like the exactly. bad boy. You don't like the reformed bad boy. You like bad boys. <laughs> Damn. Why am I attracted to toxic? That's bad. Okay. There's some... I'm going to try. I'm going to try to change that. But we'll see. So if there's anyone out there listening who has a reformed bad boy that's a bachelor in their lives or are a reformed bad, bad boy, please send me a DM. <laughs> You'll get zero. The DMs. podcast is gonna be literally the podcast is gonna be our new dating app. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what's um, your type? What's your type? Not reforms bad boy is all I can <laughs> that's all I can say. I feel like I don't really have a type. I will say, like physically, I have dated physically I've dated across the board, like, you know, um, but all shapes and sizes. Yeah, but I feel like one thing I definitely do look for is someone who is like more on the quieter side and is very kind, not nice. Like it's just like a kind, morally right person. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, but I definitely date quieter, which is kind of crazy considering the partner I was with on Love is Blind. Um, and then I do like someone who... I wouldn't say necessarily has like a high paying job, but they have a job that they are really good at and they're like motivated to do well in that job. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like that matters a lot to me now because I do think that, you know, finances and money plays a big role in a marriage. And I just never want that to be an issue. I know things happen obviously, but I was like, I don't want to be with someone who like has no motivation to like contribute to the household in the future. So I definitely do look for that. Like he doesn't have to, make tons of money, but I want him to be like motivated to like work and like work hard. Yeah. And be financially stable. I always say that too. Financially stable. Mm -hmm. I always say that too, is like you, if like anything happens to either of us, like we should be okay. You know what I mean? Like I can support you or you can support me if anything does go wrong. But yeah, I like that. I like that. And I feel like, you know, as we get into our thirties, I'm definitely changing in what I look for in a man now. And uh, it's not what it was in the 20s. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, (laughs) 20s, I would date literally anyone. I was like, you are 200K in debt? Whatever. Like, we're so young. Like, oh, we'll figure it out. And now, like, in my 30s, I'm like, do you know how to manage your your finances? Yeah, I was like, what's your credit credit score? score? What kind of debt are we working with? (laughs) Do you have a payment plan for that? And uh, do you know how to manage your finances? If he says, if he doesn't have all of that, I'm like, I'm out. I was like, yeah, (laughs) I don't need that baggage. I was like, on to the next accountant. But I do like (laughs) more like, I definitely like more like quieter, private um, people. That's kind of my type. Okay, next question. What initially attracted you to your exes on the show? <laughs> you go first. <laughs> Man, I I can't remember. 
I can't remember what initially attracted me to my ex. I do think that we had really, like, he's a very good conversationalist, so everything felt very easy. Um, and I, I think that I liked his close relationship with his family because I'm so close with my, my family. And so I was like, oh, like, you know, I love that you say, I love you to your mom and like, you know, your family is so supportive, like things like that. So I, I really liked that. But I do think that like looking back on everything, there was definitely like, he definitely felt like pushed to match with him. Like I was definitely like felt like people were saying like, oh my God, you guys are perfect for each other, which made me think like we were good for mm-hmm. each other when looking back, we weren't. What about you? Um, there was a lot of things actually. And also which ex? <laughs> oh. uh, Let's talk about the first kidding. ex. <laughs> um, yeah, what? Uh, there's a lot of similarities um, with our upbringing. The fact that we both were born in India, we're immigrants here. Um, we went through kind of similar childhood experiences and our love for music. And there was just a lot of there was a lot of like good there, I guess you could say. Um, but obviously personality traits come into play and there's a lot more to life than just like connecting on that level. So there's definitely reasons why that didn't work out, obviously. But um, but yeah, I think it just initially there's just a lot of similarities yeah. with our interests and our background. Yeah. If you could rechoose anyone from our season to get engaged to, who do you think you would have chosen? Like that is as us now looking back on everything. That is such a loaded question. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I would choose Ayana. <laughs> I would choose you or Ayana. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I would have definitely, you. I definitely would have chosen Rocky. Yes, Rocky is a and, good one. And I definitely, or I would have chosen Joey. Okay. Okay. And I don't think any of those two relationships would have ultimately worked out, but Mm -hmm. I think it wouldn't have been this like toxic mess that I found myself into like after the show and that still continues on today. Like I think Rocky and I would have had like a really great friendship along with Joey and I. Like it would have just been like. Can we expand it to all the seasons? Who would have you picked? (laughs) See, I don't know because like we don't I don't like the men that we saw you on TV. Like I don't we don't know them. Like, yeah, also, like we only true. see like a snippet, so it's hard to say. What what about yeah. you? I don't I don't know why I asked that question cuz there's still no one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still not one person. Okay. Do you so would you have not chosen anyone to get reengaged to from our season? I don't think so. I don't know who I would have. It was just between Kyle and Shake. There's no one else. I probably, so you would, I think I would, I think honestly, I would have chosen Kyle just to see how it would have gone. Cause we joke about it sometimes. We're like, oh, we would have no, knowing, married. like knowing now, we like know from now. now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so. There's no one. There were the, the two ones that I had were the two ones that I dated and I'm done. So <laughs> you would have just sent your ass home. You've been like, I'm out of here. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I tried. Have you dated anyone since love is blind? Well, we kind of already got into that. A little yeah, bit. I've dated, I've dated three people since the show came out. I think me what too, actually. I think me too, but they weren't like serious at all. It, you know, it was just like a, it was like a fun little flings. Yeah. 
I had um, the other reality TV show star and then someone, um, another content creator, and then I dated someone else. And my favorite, my favorite uh, was dating my Dr. Boat Daddy is what I like to call him. (laughs) Ew, I hate that. Dr. Boat Daddy. Oh, (laughs) you know, calling Ben Daddy just, I'm done with that. There, there's a place in Chicago. We call it the playpen. Not a lot of people know about it, weirdly. And um, you just take your boat out and you just have beautiful views of the city. And it's just like one big party. You tie up boats and whatnot. But it's just a joke that you call the person driving the boat your boat daddy. <laughs> it's just a joke, okay? <laughs> I hate that. It is. It's really cringy, that. but it's really funny. It's even funny because on Father's Day, there's like memes that go around that are like, don't forget to wish your boat daddy a happy Father's Ew, Day. <laughs> I hate that. I don't I don't it's like that so, at all. It's just hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. I, I didn't even let out a chuckle. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny at all. <laughs> oh, there's a chuckle. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Question. <laughs> Okay, next question. What kind of reactions have you gotten from men who found out you did a reality TV show? So I guess this is an instance when you're dating someone and then you tell them you did Love is Blind or they find out you did. Um, That's happened to me twice. (laughs) And what was the reaction? Um, So this guy asked me out, but it was at a bar and I assumed it's because he knew me from the show, like he had watched the show, Mm -hmm. but he had no idea. And then, um, I think someone came up asking to like, take a photo with me. And then he was like, huh? And so (laughs) I had to tell him. So that was the instance where he was like, I kind of don't like that. I don't like that. You did a reality TV show. That's so funny. Yeah. He was like, not about it. That's so interesting. Mine was the opposite. He didn't know I was on a date and he didn't know that I was doing uh, that. I did the reality TV show at all. And I think someone said like yelled deep tea. I love you or something like that. Like as they were walking by or something. And he was like, what What was that? And so I told him and he was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. But then what happens is the next half an hour is spent talking about the reality TV show. And I'm like, bro. Remember when you were super into me and just not the show? Let's go back to that. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a cool fact to say you did it. And like, it I'm sure they have questions. But yeah, I mean, I never thought like it would ever be like a big deal. But mm-hmm. again, like the guy I went on a date with who had like an issue with it. I think he just was like, I just don't want to date someone who's again. I think this show is like he was not my person, but he's like, I don't want to like be with someone who like did a reality TV show. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing, my favorite thing ever is going on dates or talking to guys that have never, like they know that you're on a reality TV show, but they've never watched it. So it's just like fun. Okay. I love it. If you dated, let's say a guy who did a reality TV show, would you Mm -hmm. watch it? Like if you hadn't watched it, would you go watch it? I think I would watch it if I got really serious about it, but I think I would look him up on like, on like on google first like i wouldn't watch it but i'd be like give me like the like the general summary of like what happened with this guy honestly i probably would end the date early to go watch it (laughs) immediately right then and there (laughs) i'd be like yep let me go find out what you're all about (laughs) and i would never admit that i watched it i'd be like what i haven't watched it yet yeah i was like tell me what's going on (laughs) yeah literally 
Okay, our last question. Would you ever do Love is Blind again to find love? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Come on. I, it's, the, it's the fact that it's a reality TV show, so I feel like there's like, in the casting, they look for people who not only are like genuine, but then there's also this mix of people who would like make really good TV and are kind of like chaotic. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I I just couldn't put my heart on the line in such a serious nature again, like I did for Love is Blind. I think yeah. it like really messed with me for a really long time knowing it, I feel like Love is Blind is so different from other dating shows because like the potential of marriage is at the very end. And I think just the concept of the show of falling in love with someone's like character and personality leads to like a really strong bond that uh, in in my case specifically that like, you know, just like my heart was just like t- too shattered during that entire process. I just couldn't do it again. Yeah, no, I feel that, you know, um, as you were talking, I was trying to decide what my answer would be. And I think I'm leaning towards a yes, weirdly. I think I would do it again just because, you know, sometimes you have to take risks to find love. But and through the process of of doing it the first time around, I did learn so much about myself and what I'm looking for in a person. And um, I feel like I could if I did it again, I would go stronger and I don't know, just be able to deal with the situations more and. Weirdly, I do well in high stress environments. Yeah, I <laughs> and, do. And yes, it would take a toll on me for sure, but I think it might be worth it to find love. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would do another dating show that wasn't as fully serious, but oh man, for me, I think because Love is Blind was so serious for me that it just, I was like, I feel like I just can't do it again. That's so funny because I could never do a casual dating show. Never. Could you imagine our mothers watching us kiss multiple men? Absolutely not. They, my mom would lose her mind. <laughs> yeah, true. Same. Yeah, I was like, well, but I also, I'd be like, yeah. I'm 31. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, mom. I'm 32. You can't. <laughs> no. But even even okay. me talking about intimacy on Love Is Blind, like a little bit, and my oh. parents were like, "What are you doing? Yeah, uh, like, what is wrong with yeah. you?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I, I was like, "I was literally." I'm old AF. <laughs> I had to tell my mom which spot parts to to forward through, but it made her want to watch yeah. them more. I was like, no, mother, don't do it. <laughs> my dad, he's like, I don't care about this show. I'm never watching it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Anyways, well, that was all the questions that we received. Um, that was kind of fun. That, that was, was fun. I questions. like that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Should we close it well, out? Can I ask, what? what's your relationship yeah. status now? Should we just share with everyone? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I am kind of talking to somebody, and I really like him. <laughs> but we have like a, again, it's a long distance thing. But honestly, I I really enjoy, um, you know, talking to him. I met him last year. So what about you? What are you, what are you up to? <laughs> you know me, just... <laughs> dating around dating around oh you guys it's so funny but natalie has been um bullying me and just kidding she's not bullying me she's been trying to convince me to get on hinge and i yes. think i'm gonna do it <laughs> i'm trying to do it 
It sounds like a, I, I haven't been on Hinge in like three and a half years now. So I think it would be fun to get back into it just to see what's out there. Maybe find it. somebody local. <laughs> uh, literally, honestly, like, look, I think it'd be so fun. What would you put <laughs> as your job title on Hinge? I would put author, TEDx speaker, and content creator. <laughs> Not podcast host. Oh, yeah. Podcast host. Duh. There's some levels. Okay. F- forget the TEDx talk. I'll do podcast host, author, <laughs> content creator. <laughs> Is that what I you play like podcast that. host? Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyways. Everyone's like, okay. what podcast? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, Plug you it. can't find it anywhere. I was like, we only have five <laughs> listeners. So. Uh, okay so anyways well we loved getting all these questions and i think i really like this format nat it's fun well this was such a fun episode we loved being able to answer your questions and hopefully this gave you some insight in terms of what dating is like for us post love is blind but also what dating is like in general for reality tv show stars so um we're kind of glad that we were able to do this So please continue sending all of your fun stories and your questions and your comments to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Monday. Bye.